When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. It's Pat and JT, Instagram, Twitter, and also on Facebook. Call us at 402 403 9478. Text us, email us, hit us up in the DMs. Check out Centrist Federal Credit Union. If you or someone you know is in the market for a house, maybe it's their first house, maybe it's time, maybe you're just wanting to move and you're just thinking, man, these these rates, this is not a good time to do it. It's not so cut and dried. It really isn't. Centrist Federal Credit Union says there's still a way to celebrate the rates. They can find a path to help you get into a new home. Um, granted, yeah, the rates are at overall the highest they've been in somewhat a couple decades. Mm-hmm. But um, knowing the right mortgage loan lender is more important actually than find the, the right rate. I mean, cause they're, they're going to be the ones that can put a package together to help you navigate it. So you can get into the home you want without getting locked into, I don't know, rate hell, <laughs> <You Yeah. know? laughs> which basically is what it is right now. Cause it's almost cost prohibitive to even consider making a move. And I think they can help you find that way. Well, it's worth a call. That's for sure. If nothing else, um, but they would love to to take a look and see if they can't use their expertise to help you find what you want and get into it. Equal housing lender, federally insured, NCUA. Call them and uh, 402-334-7000 or more info is always on their website, informative blog at uh, centrusfcu.org. All right. So uh, first off, the hurricane stuff. I'm finally paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now that, is it Adalia? Adalia, I think Adalia, is the yeah. name. And Adalia has turned into a hurricane as of this morning. And um, hold on. I noted when I was looking at My some of them. My dog is sleeping and barking in his sleep. That's, I heard something. It sounded like a squeaky chair. That's hilarious. He's sound asleep on the floor and across the room and he's, he's barking. <laughs> that's, is he still sleeping? Yeah. He's, that's amazing. He's like, he's almost got that bunny. Almost got that bunny. That's I wish I could show you. <laughs> that is hysterical. Are you kidding? He's laying about six feet away from me. He's just flat on the floor like a rag doll. It's barking. Looks like some, gets the toy poodle. That is amazing. Um, I saw a video the other day of a dog that was sleeping and was doing that. And it was at a doggy daycare. Mm-hmm. And he started barking in his sleep. And all the other dogs circled around him like, what the hell's wrong with him? <laughs> is Kyle okay? <laughs> yeah. I saw this morning, uh, total, we'll get back to the hurricane in a second, but yes. I saw something on TV <laughs> while I was getting ready. It was a, a dog that the owners have trained with like these little, um, you get them on Amazon, like these little buttons that you can, uh, they, have, they say things like colored buttons. It's oh, like, I have them. Uh, this guy, <laughs> it's, he's, they have one that cusses. So when the dog's frustrated, they, or whatever, they've. T- trained him to hit that one. So that's is it like a little Australian Shepherd? It, so it was a, and this is where, I, where the whole point of the whole story was that it was a a husky Pomeranian mix. And I'm like, mm. first of all, how on earth did that happen? Okay. But it was like a little tiny husky. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh my God. There's one I follow that's a doodle of some sort, not a golden doodle, but a, it's, it's a doodle of some sort. 
um, Bunny is the dog's name. They live on a lake because every once in a while you can see out because at the front door, it is literally like to their their dock is like right there. Yeah. But you can see people floating by on a on a boat every once in a while. But Bunny has a pad of buttons. There's probably 30, 40 buttons. And hysterical. It just walks over and, and pushes the button like stranger. You know, and, and she's like, Stranger, stranger sounds, stranger people, strange cat. You know, oh, there's oh, cat outside. Is there a cat? There's a cat. Um, and then and then we'll process. You can just watch the dog processing this and then come back and and love, like hit love you, mommy, you know, and the buttons, and then tail just starts wagging oh, like that's, crazy. And, that's just, cute. and I'm like, oh my God. I tried it, and my dog is scared to death of it. Really? You have to record your own buttons. So you have to do them in the voice that you use when you say those words. Okay. Like, go outside or where's your, where's your ball? You're going to wake, you're going to wake the whole house up with that. They're going to be going crazy. I know. <laughs> but you, when you record those, you have to record them so that it's familiar to the dog and they can make out which button it is. And then you, you, you color code them and group them by different Whatever, how they go together, you know, whether it's like feelings, whether it's uh, playfulness, you know, like she has one uh, for bunny uh, play, play and not not a specific play like play ball, play tug, play. You know, it's like, you know, all these different plays. And then the, then the dog will go get the toy and bring it over. Um, <clears throat> I get such a kick out. And there's people that have their cats trained. All the, I wanted them to do was just hit the button when they want to go pee. That's, that's all I want them to do. Right. It's not that hard. Just that's it. Just one thing. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't ever want to train. The cats oh. to, for treat, 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 because it'd be constant. <laughs> ding, 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 all the time. There was one when I asked about the shepherd. Uh, there was one that I saw. <laughs> he comes out and, he, and it's on a wall. So he hits it with his nose is what he does. <clears throat> oh, I've right? seen that. I think you sent that link over. I've seen that one. <laughs> it's so funny. And smell, smell, <laughs> smell. And then somebody walks out of the bathroom. <laughs> right. The husband was pooping or something. That was so great. But there was one that had, they woke him up in the middle of the night and was hitting the button stranger. Ooh. Ooh, that's, I mean, scary. So they determined, <clears throat> they heard voices. Maybe somebody was walking by or something. I mean, that's but it was dark crazy. out. And, and it was late enough they had gone to bed. And that would freak me out. But then there's the side. Do you want to know? Um, or do you not want to know? You know, typically well, your dog would wake you up by barking. Well, how creepy is that you're like wherever the buttons are in your house, you hear it from down the hallway, stranger, stranger. Like, oh, God, that just gives me And goosebumps. it's your voice. Uh, stranger. Can, yeah, you telling yourself, you waking you up saying stranger. Wow, I don't know if I'd want to know. That's too creepy for me. That gave me goosey gooseys. Those things are, they're incredible, though. But that dog, Bunny, oh, my God, just hilarious. And Bunny has a... Another dog and a cat that lives in the house. Another dog is not interested in the buttons. Every once in a while, my hit one, just like, okay, I I did it. Do I? What do I get for that? You know, and and it's it's just kind of funny, but oh my god, yeah. that's funny, hilarious. So they're both sound asleep still, and we've quit barking. So okay, this that's is good. good. He got the bunny. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, back to the hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the one. I watched um, the map on Weather Channel. Watched the map this morning of it, and there's some like black areas of clouds in this thing. It looks so gnarly. It's huge. Yeah. It's just huge. And they said now it is probably going to be 120 miles per hour wind. 100, 100, yeah, 120 miles per hour winds before it hits the Florida Gulf Coast. It's supposed to hit tomorrow. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's intense. And it goes yeah. across basically just like that little itty bitty neck of Florida, the upper neck, and then goes into Georgia and the Carolinas. So it's not going to hit. It will affect the whole coast, but the eye goes across that part. So the rest of it gets all the crap. It's going to be yeah. it's it's. Crazy. Be, I haven't seen one that big in a long time. Yeah, it's huge. And they would say only, only, only a category three, but still 120 mile an hour winds. That seems like it'd be a little bit higher, but category it does. three can still be bad. 10 inches of rain in a day. Well, I wonder. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at that too. It said um, it will wind up being 120 miles per hour before it slams into the coast. Okay. So uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announcing 46 counties, state of emergency, 22 evacuation orders. Fears growing that the storm surge of up to 12 feet in some areas will inundate coastal communities. 12 feet. That's, That's above most people's first floor ceilings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Mm-hmm. God, and they, they know, made, man. and this is kind of seems like kind of an obvious statement, but they uh, were kind of hammering this this morning on the Weather Channel, saying that just if you live in those areas, like you don't have to evacuate 100 miles, you could just go to like five or six miles away, just get away from where that storm surge is, because the wind is going to be basically the same whether you're five miles in or ten miles in, or you know, just get out of the way of the surge. Yeah, that the water, mm-hmm. the water. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, let's see here. What else is going on? I know I had one of their, I had two. Oh, I do have two stories. Okay. First one, first one is just kind of like because it's Husker Week and everybody's gearing up. Amped. Arr! We're playing Minnesota, so it's like a real game. Uh-huh. There's And there's several other schools playing Thursday, too. Oh, really? What is up with that? I don't know. Yeah, I, saw, I saw a list of some other games that are going on on Thursday uh, as well. I'm like, why? Why is that? Why? Why are they? I don't understand why they're doing it, but anyway, and real games, it's not like, you know, like we talked about, they play two real games and they come back and do kind of like the preseason games yeah. for a couple of weeks for some odd reason. I don't know what the, oh, well, anyway, what the story was is the fact that they have some new items on the menu uh, in the stadium and, you know, you got the regular Valentino's Runza. Yeah. Fairbury hot dogs. Okay. So now Wimmer's P- Polish dogs are there. And Chick-fil-A has moved in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They know their uh, they know their college audience. I don't know why Wimmers it was Wimmers, right? The Portland yeah. or whatever. I don't know why they would even try to compete with Fairbury. Being down there, being a husker tradition. Like don't even matter. If you go and you're gonna get a hot dog, you're gonna get a Fairbury hot dog. I know. Well, they're offering the Polish dogs. So they're 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 not trying to go head on, dog to dog. <laughs> dog fight? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Even a Polish dog, a Fairbury hot dog beats up uh, any other dog all all day long. All day long. Yeah. All day long. But yeah, Chick Fil A moving in. So I don't know if Valentino's and Runza are going to invite them into the fold, because you know they have the chick the the what the Valentino's Runza smash up mm-hmm. that was done the one year. Yeah. Um. So how do you how do you roll in a a chicken sandwich into that? I wonder. Ooh, you could you could have. <laughs> oh, I bet that'd be good if you could put like chicken Chick Fil A. Chicken meat inside a runza or chopped up, chopped a up chicken chick- runza. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy their, uh, their recent addition. No. The, um, what do you call it? Uh, Philly steak one, Philly sandwich. I had it. Oh, at, at Chick-fil-A. No, at runza. Don't oh, at runza. Don't, don't try it. If you love, if you, I mean, it's delicious. You'll want to eat it every day. That's why I'm saying don't eat it. It is amazing. Mm, I ate it on the way out to Colorado good. and ate it there and on the way back. The, I will say right now, and I don't know if they still serve them, but there's a little bar off Cass Street called the White House. 
that they make the best Philly chicken sandwich, chicken sandwich, whatever you want to call them. They're not Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. They're cheese they, chicken sandwich. They brought us <gasps> some down when we were on the air stall. I remember that. They were really they, good. The best. At least they used to. I'm just saying if you ever get it. And the White House is about as small town a bar as you can get yeah. in in the middle of Omaha, as far as I'm concerned. Great yeah. people were right. Yeah, it was awesome. When you, when you said that, that's the first thing that popped in my mind was the White House. I haven't been to the White House in ages. Good stuff. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Used to attend a pretty regular, I have to say. That's the one White House nobody would ever turn down an invitation to, no matter what you want. It was a great want. place to go have a chicken cheesesteak sandwich, a beer, and play Kino. Yep, at 11 o'clock when we got off the air. At maybe 11 o'clock in the morning after <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. Whatever is a good lunchtime. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then finally, okay, have you? did you ever compete in a mud volleyball tournament? Um, anything like that? I played, Remember those? Yeah. The mud volleyball tournaments, they used to, they were huge in the 80s and 90s. Mm-mm, I never Probably did. 70s, 80s, and 90s, actually. And they'd dig out an area, they'd fill it with water, and you would get just filthy. It looked fun. I never did. I never did it though. I did. I think I played once. I think I did. It was incredibly difficult because oh you're trying no. to hit the ball. You're slipping and sliding. You're falling in the water. All this stuff. And then they came out with those tough mutter competitions. Uh-huh. Tough mutters. Yeah. I'm a tough mutter, right? And and people would race, and they they'd have all these obstacles they had to get through, and you have to climb over things, and you were in the mud. You have to climb under fences. All this good stuff. So there was a huge tough mutter competition. It was in California, had about 100 participants that happened, that, that took place. Sonoma Raceway is where they did it. And anyway, a lot of them have come down with some kind of a bacterial infection, uh, fevers, throwing up, muscle pain, rashes, boils, <laughs> uh, emergency room visits. Um, they went through the list of the people, and it was a lot of the participants that were playing playing Ooh. in the mud, uh, which somehow they picked up this infection. Not sure how. Some people were calling it something as minor as a swimmer's itch. Which... Ew. Yeah. <laughs> a swimmer's but itch. But others were really serious. And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? How did this not happen a thousand times already? Well, they're, and they're in, just in lakes and stuff. There are random bacteria that find their way into places. Like, don't, shouldn't be surprised. And they probably have happened, but just hasn't been publicized. But yeah, there's no way it hasn't. There's no way it hasn't happened like that before. And all those competitions where everybody's playing literally intentionally in the mud mm-hmm. that a whole bunch of people didn't get sick. Yeah, for sure. I, there's, yeah, I don't know how that hasn't happened before. But it's definitely just like, okay, definitely I'm taking that off my list. I'm not going to do a tough mutter. I'm yeah. not. I'm well, not. I'm just going to take it off my list. I know you've been training for it, but I, it's just... I know. You're still, you mean, whatever. Still working. Disappointing. I'll find something else to do. Yeah, it is disappointing when you have to give up a dream. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> So anyway, so that's kind of all I got. All right. No more tough mutters. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate it. Thanks to Centris. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.